now we are recording another brand new episode with guest i'm so excited to call her on the show today she is somebody who is such an inspiration and you know if i'm going to give her an introduction i would just say that she is one of the she's a senior lifestyle magazine writer and she's also now have released published her own book uh, which we are going to get into more on that so she is a new local author as well and without wasting time i'm just going to call her to the show and we're going to talk about her journey as a lifestyle writer in malaysia so it's nobody than grace sundram grace are you there yes i am thank you for having me <laughs> hi i am so excited to have you and it's my pleasure that you have agreed to do this i'm super excited and i hope you are as well <laughs> i am i am that's for sure <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah so again like you know you are a senior lifestyle magazine writer and today we are going to nail down about your journey and you know every single thing about being a writer mainly mm-hmm. i'm just going to like explain to you that today on our episode like we have like this three session the first mm-hmm. session is burning session the second one is known as journey and process and finally chill mm-hmm. basically for this three session we will have five question each so i hope You know you're excited, and if you are ready, we can just jump into the first session. Of course, of course, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Grace, like, is being a lifestyle writer is actually a full-time job, and does it pay your bill? Of course, honestly, it does. I mean, you get paid for the responsibilities that you carry as a um, like a lifestyle writer, of course. Plus, it's fulfilling, so no complaints there. Um, though as time goes by and as you climb up the corporate ladder. There's definitely more incentive and benefits, but so far so good. I got no complaints. It pays my bills, and I love I love my job. So yeah. Yeah, because I I have to like ask you this question because you know I I don't know if you have heard this, but you know usually when we are doing a job which is usually out of the norm, uh, mm-hmm. you know when we are like trying to pursue a passion, I can really feel that you are really a passionate person and you love your job. But mm-hmm. I ask this because you know there's a lot of like you know when you when you're not doing a particular you know job which is like mainstream people always you know like tend to have this kind of like thoughts and you know certain i would say like judgments about you know uh jobs especially being in a media so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. yeah but so what what's your like what's your like people who have that mentality like what do you want to say about it well because people always assume that um those that graduate Um, graduate by doing mass communications. Yeah, it's like the easiest course out there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're comparing it to medical and engineering. Of course, it is definitely easy. But yep. those that are studying that kind of course is actually, I mean, it's tough. You go through like syllabus that it's difficult for you to even like get A's. You get me? But yeah. Eventually, I mean, there are stereotypes where you know writers don't make enough money. Exactly. It's just you know for fun and for the fame <laughs> and all of that. But I would say that's a bit of a bullshit, lah. I mean, we're doing what we want. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, it's I a career choice. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's as you mentioned. I guess even though as you mentioned, comparatively, it is kind of like easier compared to the mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, jobs or something. But I feel, I feel like still we have our own struggle, you know, being coming, doing a causes like you know mass communication or something related to the media, multimedia or anything like that. So, yeah. 
yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I but I feel like you know these jobs, like the jobs you guys do, are more. I would say like it's more lively compared to you know like mainstream jobs. If that makes yeah. sense. Yes, that's true. I mean, we get. I mean, when it comes to entertainment, it it's definitely more fulfilling, lah. <laughs> than just the office nine yeah. to five and just you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally. get to go out and explore. So yeah. 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 Okay, Grace. What or who inspired you in becoming a lifestyle writer? And what was the first work or article that you wrote, which you could remember related to being a lifestyle writer specifically? Okay, so I because I started off being a blogger, right? So yeah. I I follow a lot of foodie blogs. So the one person that actually is my inspiration till this day is probably Sarah Woon. She okay. is the managing director and author for Foodie vs the World. So it's one of the most um popular food blog out there. Mm. So she's based in Singapore. There's also she does things for Malaysia as well. So it's quite inspiring. So when I got into my first job with the store Kiel as the content creator, it was um my first article was obviously food. <laughs> I was doing food review. Yeah. So yeah. if I can recall. My first uh, review would be um, Nudge and Bell. It's a cafe at Assisipina. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was, if I'm not mistaken, because like, I've written a lot of articles. So yep, I was yep. assuming that's my first article I've written with that publication. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that is something that uh, related to your work. But what do you remember is something that actually you know, like, was your you, you would consider that a piece of work that would be you know close to your heart and which you would consider first. As uh, you know, like for you, then as it's not a work. Like, could you recall anything? Oh yes. Um. So I think the past year I've been re- writing about relationships and friendships articles, more to yeah. like articles. Yeah. So I read. I written these articles based on my personal journey, based mm-hmm. on my friends, with my relationships. So those are something that I've written it down so that in time I can look back. And then see what what kind of journey I've gone through, yeah. And what I can change as a person and all of that. So I would say the reason I think I've written is um about those two topics is what I will hold close to my cool, heart. Cool, cool. I feel like it would really be helpful. And I feel like as a writer, I would like to ask you this: like, do you think that the articles that you wrote usually it is it is actually a reflect. You know yourself, or in any way that kind of reflects the work that you do, kind of reflects your, you know, you as a person in some sort of a way. Yes, yes, of course. So every article I've written is always something uh, I put a personal touch to it. So like it can yeah, be yeah. food, food basically because I've tasted it. So that's very generic. Yeah. But articles like relationships, friendships, um, families, and all those kind of stuff like uh, mental health is always. Yeah. Thing I've written that is related to me, something that I've gone through. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really cool. And uh, Grace, as you being a brown Filipino, have ever helped you in succeeding in the media industry in any sort of a way due to the fact you obviously look different from most brown people? I mean, I would say yes. I mean, people always assume that I'm not Indian because of my skin <laughs> color. So. Yep. I would, I mean, I would take it as an advantage, you know. I would, yeah, I would yeah. you're assuming that I'm not Indian. I'm not saying I'm not a proud Indian. I am. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't know that. So I'll just go with the flow as long as yeah. it takes me where I'm supposed to be. But I always stand my ground and always say, you know what? 
I am not this kind of race. I'm still an Indian, and it. I mean, I would say it definitely helped me in succeeding, lah. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, in the media industry, um, we don't really face any racial, um, racial issues or whatsoever because everyone is very open-minded. Yep, yep. Um, we're all doing something to create content for the public, for the public yeah. to yeah. doing something out of this. So yeah, I don't think that. Um, I would say that there are any racial issues or what, but yeah. Yeah, that that's nice. Have you ever felt that writing was meant for you ever since as a career, or did it happen out of a coincident luck and opportunities at the right time? Oh yes, of course. Um, it's not coincidental luck. It's just um, <laughs> it's something I always wanted to do as a kid because okay. I have been journaling and writing diaries. Then it yeah, yeah. evolved to me writing blogs and all of that. So I would say it is a career that I have always wanted to pursue as a child. Okay. I never thought of seeing myself as a lifestyle writer, or mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a book author. Mm. I always want to write fiction stories, love stories, and all of those stuff. But eventually, um, because I grew my love for food, yeah, and with my food blog, so yeah, that's how it progressed, being my full-time career as a lifestyle writer. Yeah, Grace. I mean, I. Personally, have this curiosity when it comes to you know, uh, being uh, you know, making writing as a profession. That you know, there is a lot of difference. You know, uh, and you know, like just like you know, if you would like to share, like what is actually a lifestyle? How does lifestyle writer is different from any other writer? Okay, so lifestyle writers, we're not really like journalists, journalists okay. like or like the newspaper and all that. We don't report like. Important news like politics and business and financial crisis, all those. We basically um we create content for those who are interested in traveling, interested in food, interested in life, um as in love, friends, yeah. family, yeah. this kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. So, so it's quite it's quite a norm lah basically. Okay, but so would you consider yourself as a journalist? Because I, if I'm not mistaken, there is a term called lifestyle journalist, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, I am a lifestyle. How does journalist. it differ? Oh, so you are yeah, a journalist. I am in a lifestyle way. journalist. Um, journalist for food. <laughs> journalist <laughs> okay. For other things that other topics that I um cover, <laughs> as a lifestyle writer slash journalist. Yeah, some sort. Yeah, yeah. So as you mentioned, you know, you told that you know this uh things that you write are for people like. Uh, it's like so. How does that work? Like, does this people like? Uh, do you like target a specific audience, or how how does this how does it work? I mean, when it comes to lifestyle media agencies, we target people from the demographic from maybe uh, could be from earliest early seventeen years old to maybe um forties fifties. You know, I mean, older also is fine, but it's mostly because we are targeting people who are searching for places to. Go to places to travel, places to eat, those kind of some, those kind of stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. And we have come to actually the final question for this first session, burning mm-hmm. session. So, um, there are a lot of negative stereotypes about the media industry in general. From your experience, have missed any that you would like to share, or is it just a myth spread by wrong people? I mean, you have actually told me in the previous question that you know. Uh, I assume that in your experience, you have never really faced any like a racial 
you know kind of discrimination but you know you could share anything else if that if that really exists or is it just you know people made it up <laughs> um okay i wouldn't say that everything is rainbows and butterflies i'm not yep. saying it isn't completely racial discrimination but for me i mean how do i put this huh in my experience i have faced um previous companies i'm not going to mention that i have people because of my skin color you get me people yeah. assume that i am not this race and that race yeah yeah people would just um put it on me and they would be fixated that i'm the, in this particular race yeah. because <laughs> of my color so yeah. uh, how would i put this it doesn't really affect my work because nobody yeah. really cares the background of the writer you know as long yeah. as you put the content out there but Honestly, the media media industry is actually growing and there's a lot of open-minded people and it's just basically it's it's the work culture, it's the office, the office culture basically. It depends on where you work with, who you work with that will make you feel comfortable in your own skin and your own race. Yeah. But, so yeah. so is that it still exists in some sort of a way that still yeah. the type of it's like subtle, um, very subtle. <laughs> Yeah, it's but not to face racist, but you can feel a hint of racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like guess I, I, like that. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I totally remember, you know, that that particular incident that you know we had, like you know, on the backstage mm-hmm. of uh, recording you shared with me, and uh, yeah, we don't have to mention it, but would yeah. you like to share that experience <laughs> with the <laughs> listeners? You don't have to get into details though, but yeah. Uh, how do I put this? So in one. time in my working experience where um we would be in a meeting for like 2 3 hours and people assume that i understand and i am yeah i am i fall into their race yeah 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 and they would just ignore me and make me feel <laughs> like i'm not in the room <laughs> and continue speaking a language i do not understand because yeah. you do not acknowledge that i do not understand this particular language and they yeah. went on for hours without me understanding a single word of the meeting so that was a bit difficult lah i mean it is someone we're trying to impress and for that someone to impress not knowing that yes, someone yes. in the room doesn't understand <laughs> it's a bit of a um, how do you say that? it's an awkward a situation yeah it's an awkward situation especially yeah. when it comes to me <laughs> yeah 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 i, yeah. I, I agree it's just I agree. me nodding my head and like oh i i get you i get you but actually i don't <laughs> And even though when you voice out, it's like you know majority rules, so yep. you don't count. So that is the part, a particular discrimination that I've I've gone through. That. Yeah, but Grace, can I ask you something? As you mentioned, you know that have been you know this particular incident. That have you ever thought that okay, I should learn that particular language in some sort of way to just fit in or to take advantage of um what can I say a negative. Um, you know, like this whole thing going on. Like, do you yeah. ever thought of like taking an advantage of it for yourself? I mean, I'm not saying that it's a right thing to do, but as an individual person, especially for growth, have you ever thought that? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I'm actually in the process of actually joining certain classes to learn certain yeah, languages, yeah. me to actually grow in and also to grow in terms of my career and all that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know. I mean, it's yeah. not about you know someone. I mean, I don't understand language, and you're talking about yeah. it. It's not about that. It's about you yeah. want to be part of the conversation. You actually want to open up your language. Yeah, it's a it's a self growth process. Exactly. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I think especially yeah yeah being uh, in your position being in such a field of industry I feel like it makes more sense that you should learning more languages just help you grow you know in your professional life exactly yeah and yes with that I guess you want to say something Grace I mean no like just like how I can actually speak Tamil <laughs> and people don't know <laughs> Indian so it's a bit of a shock for them so I mean let's say you know speaking Indian speaking Tamil and you're you're a disguised Indian it's a quite yeah. advantage la. so I mean <laughs> learning other languages that are part of the Malaysian community I mean why not just might as well do it <laughs> it's yeah Yeah. Yeah. I feel. I feel like you have that sort of advantage being a Filipino Indian. I guess you can play any race. I guess in some yes. sort of like yes. if <laughs> I feel like if there's a set of like Indian people, you can just say that you know like I'm this, and then if you you are with the Chinese people or Malay, you can okay. yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's an like easy yeah you, exactly. It's an easy way you can just say like ah oh, sorry guys, I just know English. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it it's funny, but yeah, it, it kind of helps. Why yeah, not? Right? <laughs> so yeah, and uh, so with that being said, Grace, we have uh, successfully finished our first section, which is the burning session. I I hope the questions were not that intense, but I yeah, but still we get to like you know pinpoint and you know like get some great answers from you. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> and yes, now we're going to move into uh, the second section, more about your journey and your process. So. Uh, Grace, so recently you have published a book titled Grace Tsunami, as well. So tell us more about that process and your journey as an author now specifically. So like I mentioned earlier, like my dream is to become a book author, right? And yeah. eventually, I became a media agent, a writer for a media agency, which is also a life choice. Of course. Yeah. Um. However, I made mean, this book, um, book opportunity book. Publishing opportunity came out out of nowhere. It was very unexpected. It's not something that um, I expected to do right now. I mean, I know I always want to do it eventually, but I didn't know. I mean, I had the opportunity, so might as well take it because it's once in a lifetime. Yeah. But um, if it was a choice, I was I was always hoping that my first book would be a fiction fiction novel. Yeah. Because that is what I'm always into. However. Because I was in a tight deadline, and the publishers wanted it out soon, so I was like, you know what? Why don't I just put out a book, uh, my book about my life? So the book is called Grace Astronomy and Ode to Food and Life. Yeah. So it has three categories, which is um, about food, of course, and then poems and excerpts from my blog posts, from my previous old blog posts that I've done before. So it contains about stories of my past, including family, friends, and also um. Relationships, lah. So it's more of a. So the process was more of. Um, it wasn't difficult per se. It is more of me collecting, and journaling the things that I love all yeah. together and putting it in the book together. Um, yeah. The book. And and as you mentioned, I guess you know you told that how you wanted your first published to always be a fiction. I guess mm-hmm. is it because of the fact that you know like releasing a fiction. Story is much more easier than any sort of other genre, or I, what? What was the specific reason? Um, no, actually, releasing a fiction book is more difficult because okay, you have okay. because there'll be plenty of chapters, and you need to make sure your story is actually good. It yeah. wants to keep your readers' attention, you know, to re- continue reading your book. So yeah, 
don't make them bored lah. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But so, yeah. yeah. So what does uh, Gracenomi fall under? In what category does it fall in under it's genre? It's more of non-fiction and it's under like travel and journal. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. And would you like to actually like share some? As you mentioned, you know, there's like three parts of it. Consists three parts: the mm-hmm. food blogging and you know your journaling and uh, your poem. So. Would you like to share like each one of it? You know something special which you feel like you know is the most uh, your favorite or something from each part of it. Okay, so in the food category, I would say that mo- my most favorite place to go to is would be this bar. It's in Sheraton KL Chinatown. Okay. Okay. So the bar name is called John. So they okay. have the most amazing cocktails. It's like Asian fusion. There's cocktails like Tao Fu Fa and wow. all that. So it's very interesting, and and I am like a huge, what do you call that? Uh, I love cocktails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And when it comes to like trying out new things, um, cocktails that are locally based, yeah, like local flavors. It's very and it actually turned out very well. Yeah. It piques my interest basically, so I would say John Kell is my favorite bar. Yeah. In um in the book. Well, where, where is it located though? It's in Chinatown. Okay, okay. I'm asking this because, like, I guess, like you know, I'm from East. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just curious. It's in Min Kell. It's in Chinatown. Okay, okay. <laughs> I made it. I'm sorry, guys. I made it awkward for you. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's in Four Points by Sheraton. Yeah. Yeah. And then moving on would be my poem. So there's actually a lot of poems that I I hold close to my heart. But I would say one poem that I really really love is the poem named Ray, because it's about my current boyfriend and how okay. he unexpectedly came into my life and he's just like he's been the sunlight to my life, you know, the day <laughs> of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Makes me the happiest, and so that would. I would say that is my most favorite poem I've written about him. And yeah. Would you it, like to share mm-hmm. a few lines about it? Oh my goodness! Mind. I can't remember because I don't have my book right okay, now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But yes, <laughs> maybe okay. you can share the story or something later, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> on your Instagram, but yeah. And yeah. then moving on to my blog post, huh? There is like so many, and there's a lot about not a lot. There's a couple about my past relationship. Okay. That is, I'm inserting those is for you know people to relate to what I've gone through. Yeah. And all the struggles I faced during that relationship, it was very. How do I put this? It was. I mean, there was one time where he made me happy, but eventually it ended because of some issues. So yeah. I would like to read back, and I posted it. I written it in the book because I want to look back and see how I've grown as a person, how I've grown yeah. as a significant other to someone, and yeah. that the relationship is so much better now than before. Yeah. Can I ask you this? Like, do you personally look up to an author? You know, maybe you you can. If there is somebody, um, you know, would you like to share? Especially, I would be interested if there is any local author that you look up to, and would you like to share about? You know, like, is there anybody specifically, or I mean, basically, like any inspiration? Uh oh no. Um, I wouldn't. Oh my god, it would be so bad if I said. 
it's so bad because I don't think I follow any local authors. Oh my god, that sounds so wrong. No, no, no it's totally so fine. I'm asking you that because I I'm equally, equally like you. I mean, obviously, we are not proud of it, but you know, yeah. I'm, even I'm asking you this question because, like, I want to educate myself on like who is you know doing something amazing. Yeah. Because you know, like, we are so like you know focused on. Um, out of our country, I okay. guess. <laughs> But yeah. one would be is that um, a friend of mine from uni, she went through a lot of struggles in her hard life, and she recently, not recently, like maybe a couple years ago, she independently published a book about her life, the struggles that she's gone through in mental health and all of that. And it was definitely a difficult process for her, and I totally can sympathize. And I mean, I can empath, I can feel empathy for her. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, she. I mean, after all the things that she's gone through, that I feel that I'm, I'm very proud of her for putting her story out there. Yeah. So I would say that maybe she's my inspiration as a local author. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally. I, I totally. I feel like we can also. Yeah, as you mentioned, we. I feel like it makes more sense taking inspiration from people who are actually like the closest to us. You know, as we yes. can see, they are. Um, you know, being said that, Grace, you just mentioned that you know she's an independent, um, like she had an independent release. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, what? How? How is it so different from yours? Like, what's the difference when it comes to? I'm assuming um, she didn't go through like going to editors and all that. She wrote the book and she released it by herself with her own funds. As for oh. me, I went through a publication, um, a publishing agency where. They gave me the opportunity, and I managed to, you know, sign a contract and all of those, and have people proofread my work before publishing it, lah. Yeah. But in both ways, it's still the same because we both ended up putting out our work out there. So whether you're independent or you're tied up to a publishing agency, yeah, the matter is still the same. Yeah, and I mean, would you like to share the process of it? Because there's a lot of people are writing a lot of stuff, and they are, you know, they want to badly publish it. Like, why does we require the funding? How does it work? Like, you know, a general flow. Would you like to share it? Well, I'm just gonna tell based on my experience. Yeah, um, yeah. Publishing company came to me and they asked me to write a book for them under their publishing name. So, I mean, because it's an opportunity of a lifetime, I couldn't say yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the process probably took around six, seven months. Cause I mean, writing this book is quite simple. Cause it's just a collection of the things that I've done before. So yeah. Like it, it's you could call it like a journal, like like a personal journal, like that. However, um, if I'm not mistaken, normally if you are trying to put your book out there, you would have to like submit manuscripts of your book, and then choose your own um, publishing agency that you want to publish. With them, you know, so that they are the one who will be in charge of your book, and they will check everything. And if they are interested in your story and your story is one of a kind, then you got the contract. If not, yeah. then you have to make something else to impress them, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Thank you. And Grace, what was the inspiration behind in becoming an author, specifically for Grace Tsunami? As I mean, I feel like you have already like elaborated this on the previous question, but you know, like specifically for that project, I mean, the book. So because the title itself, Grey Astronomy, is a wordplay of my name with the whole term of gastronomy, which means yep, yep. food. Yeah, yeah, food. Yeah. So the inspiration came in where I started my 
blog back in 2016-2017 and so it has been a collection of all the things that I've loved. So basically it's a full, it's a world of grace, <laughs> hence the title. So yeah. the, um, becoming an author for that, it's a very, how do you say, it's a very good thing for me in order to put my work out there and basically there's no inspiration lah it's just my work my collection because it all started my blog and the book was just out it came out of nowhere so i was like oh okay cool let's put the name that people are already known to which is great astronomy and um add on the an ode to food and life because it is what the book is all about and yeah That's yeah. So it. I would assume that you know your inspir- even though you don't have a specific uh, inspiration, it would be your blog. Yes, my blog okay. inspiration. Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah. So is being an author is exciting, and how it is different from being a lifestyle writer? How does it differ? I mean, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> um, yeah. Being an author, I mean, because I didn't really have to write a whole manuscript from scratch. You get me? Like yep, I mentioned yep. earlier, it's still a collection of my work, and it's already have been written down. And it's just um, certain things like the poems and the um, excerpts from my old blog post that has, it's not actually currently out now. I mean, I've already like it's hidden, so people can't read it except for the food part. Yeah. So I would say it's nice to put out things that are like personal to me out there in the book itself. And when it comes to being a lifestyle writer, you can find any of my work while just typing my name or typing a specific place that I've written about, and it's just there in the internet, you know. Yeah. So I would say certain things in the book you can't find it online. Yeah, yeah. That is probably I would say the different thing of being an author and a lifestyle writer, lah. Yeah. So if we type Grace Syndrome, it's just going to be that your articles. My articles, yes. Yeah. Would you like to suggest a top three or something? <laughs> top three. Oh wow. Okay. So I recently written a book. Uh, I mean, written a book, lah. Written article. an article about <laughs> um adopt adopt don't shop because I recently fostered a puppy. Okay. From Peter, so she has brought so much joy in my life, especially during this MCU, and it was such a good decision. So I wrote an article dedicated to her. So that would be one, and then the second one would be um, food, food places I've gone to, which is my favorite cafe in Petaling Jaya. Okay. <laughs> it's Milligram. It's called Milligram Cafe, and actually, funny part is fun fact. Um, the whole. Thing, the whole idea of me wanting to be a food blogger and a food writer is because I found Milligram Cafe and I started writing reviews for them for free because out of passion, you know, and yep, because yep. I founded the whole idea of Grace Astronomy at Milligram itself. So I would say Milligram is the inspiration of Grace Astronomy, lah. <laughs> yeah. And um, what do you call that? Third article would be let's see. Um, maybe my travel articles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grace, mm-hmm. can I can I ask you this? Like, you know, if uh, for example, right? Like, if somebody who wants to, like, you know, uh, who wants to be a writer, you know, maybe a lifestyle writer or something, and they want to write an article, you know, as I, and I, as I guess, uh, initially when you want to pursue a passion such as you know being a writer or you know lifestyle writer, for that matter, it's like I feel like you should. Yeah, I feel like you should at least start it. You can't really, you know, like when you already started, you want, you know, like people to like pay you with something. It, I feel like people, 
a lot of like free works and as well as a few mentioned but i feel like you know places like in ipo or you know small small towns and all you know i feel like it's kind of difficult to approach the person or how, but how's the process in kl uh, how you know like could you share it like how's the process in there like how do you even like if you want the person to pay you how do you approach it and if you want to write it for for them freely how, how does that work okay so first of all if you want the client to pay you you need to get really good engagement or people should have known people should know your brand already so you okay. need to have good years of work into that to make it, to make your brand known in order to get paid and if you want to if you're just a starting writer and you want to do reviews for free for the um restaurants or whatever places you want to visit you just have to like you know drop them a text and then um see whether they're interested to like get a free review from your blog and all of that it's just it depends how you market your brand that's all it has yeah. to it has to jive with the uh, with the kind of food they want with the kind of food that you are looking for and things that you want to write about them so yeah, yeah. it's basically more like you need to market yourself lah <laughs> to get to get them to know you better yeah have you ever like you know met somebody like personally you know you just get into a restaurant or something and then you're eating and then you suddenly approach a person like maybe the owner or something and then have you done that like can i write you an article or something like that I mean, or was it course but because i mean since i'm already there so i'm already paying for the food and it's basically i'm going to do a free review and and if they find out then it's good for the i will sh- definitely share the article with them and yep, they will yep. be appreciative in sharing the post lah but mostly i would say i mean you can try going to the restaurant and asking but it'd be better to just drop them a dm or whatsoever share them your work so that they have reference to what 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 you're doing and who are you in order yeah. to trust for them to you know collaborate with you yeah that's that's yeah, that's amazing and share to the listeners a few work trips experience of yours in traveling out of KL which was just a different and fun experience that comes with the tag being a lifestyle writer for a magazine company i really want to ask you this question because i feel like you know in the you know like when we had like you know like a rehearsal kind of like mm-hmm. recordings you have shared a lot and i'm actually like uh, i really liked it and i would love you to you know share it with okay. the listeners so i've not gotten the opportunity to travel overseas yet hopefully one day <laughs> yeah yeah but the most fun and exciting trip i've been in was when i had a full expense trip to sabah for a charity yes. event <laughs> so it was so good we had like flight tickets all done for us and then our hotel it was amazing um the view was spectacular because uh, my view from my room was just all the yachts you know yeah yeah it's the sea with the yachts and it was so luxurious it's something out of the box last comparing to other um trips that I've been to and of course it was a charity event so there was a lot of vips um local celebrities that were there so it was kind of a luxury experience where yeah. it's also a privilege to be a writer yeah yeah i could <laughs> i couldn't you know like it's so true and would you like to like share um you know like who are the celebrities like uh you know would you like to share Yeah yeah yeah. So there was um Aflin Shauki his kids um there was um Kiklik and then Kiklik is one of the um one of the most popular um rap 
bands out there. Okay. Rap okay. Group, rap group out there. Yeah. And their songs are amazing, and I'm such huge fans of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> and there was also, um, you know, the Alley Cats. I yeah, yeah, Alley Cats. Yeah, I think everybody would know. Yeah. So his daughter was also there performing, and I'm telling you, that was the first time I heard her sing, and she was amazing. I was like super amazed with her voice, and she's so beautiful and so talented. It's like such an awe, you know, to yeah. watch them, to watch them perform in front of me live, and it was all uh, and all expense paid trip. So it was like, yeah. wow, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I specifically asked you this question because you know, like, I would really. Because like you know, we Malaysians, we are you know so much fond, and you know we are like you know we have so much of you know like you know we being obsessed on like you know um, celebrities from the you know from out of our country, and you know we don't really know much about you know Malaysian celebrities. So yeah, I feel like this would be an opportunity for us to you know like um, you know appreciate more of the local artists and see their work and appreciate it because I feel like. If we are not supporting our local artists, who else is going to do that, right? Especially when they are actually doing an amazing job. Mhm. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. And thank you so much for you know sharing to me your Spotify list. <laughs> <laughs> was, of course. Yeah. Please share the link out there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Share the money from them. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And Grace, finally, um, last time you have mentioned to me that you started off your career through a blog for writing. So now, does that still exist? And how to make money out of it for people who wants to pursue passion in becoming a blogspot writer in Malaysia? Talked about it here and there in you know like our previous questions, but you know talk. I mean, I would like you to like you know share it as a wholesome process and like yeah, how's that? Okay, so yes, I started my career through a blog. And um, it definitely still exists. It's still I'm still posting stuff and all, but I'm mostly active on Instagram now because of my full time job. But whenever I'm free, I do post stuff on it um, because it's still my brand. So I need to get 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 that going. Yeah. However, when making money out of it, honestly, if I have to say, um, the first few years it was all free content. Yeah. It was even like um, mostly my payment was probably food and the things they want me to write about. So that was my, my some sort of payment lah. That's not really a cash, cash. Yeah. However, eventually, um, once people get to know your get to know my brand and they know I'm working, I'm also a full time writer, not yeah. just my blog. Um, it kind of like jives and then it kind of helped boost my whole um blog brand. In order for them to trust me, and then to actually want to project their brand through my yeah. blog by paying me lah. I mean, I don't really pay. I don't really charge them a lot. Yeah. But I mean, I pay reasonable because of my engagements and all that, and yeah. I want to make that grow. But however, right now I'm very appreciative of what I can get and the clients that I'm working with. So yeah, it's kind of I would say it's still a work in progress, but it's been wonderful so far. Yeah, but you know, I want to ask you that you said like you know your payment through food. Like, how does that work? So they give you food if you're gonna write a yeah, food review. Yeah, I mean, the, like as in if they come out with food new menu or some sort, they send me the food, or I'll go to your cafe and all the restaurant to review the food. And in terms of payment, um, in terms of payment is the food lah. Basically, that they're serving me. Yeah, and yeah. In return to that, I will write them a full article lah. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, and I just want to ask this: like, do you think that you know, uh, making this a profession in a place like KL or a place like Penang, you know, a metro city is much more easier than small towns? Um, I would say it's actually the same because you, I mean, small towns would like to have their brand known out there immediately, you know, because like yeah. in KL, everybody knows that place. Everybody knows this. Everybody now has Instagram. Yeah, and makes more sense. Exactly. So when you go out of town and then you go to these places that are not overrated, like new places, and people from KL don't really know, and so that will excite them. Yeah. So thing is actually pretty much um, the same lah. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. everyone travels nowadays, and everybody actually can find the underrated places. So yeah. Yeah. And you know, especially when they serve like good stuffs, right? Yes, of course. And some cafes come up with their own, what do you call that? Their own type of cuisine. You yep. know, like super, super unique. Yeah. So that will get people intrigued. Yeah, but you and know, <laughs> yeah. And I have a personal question for you. You know, as you mentioned that, um, you know, like you know, you are obviously you know you're primarily write about food for you know restaurants and cafe. But you know now after um, you know this whole social media, you know, like uh, it's growing and all. Especially mm-hmm. a lot of like you know like uh, uh, specific accounts. For example, like you know Instagram, and also now we have like TikTokers who actually like do content out of yes. like vlogging. Mm-hmm. I would say I would call it like a video journaling if that mm-hmm. makes. And they they take yeah. record of the whole thing, and then like you know like how does you keep up with that? Like is that a competition for you as a writer? I mean honestly no, because I still get to find new places from them. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's more of like a oh wow new place research. Okay cool, let's write about that. Thanks for the information. So yeah, it's more of like like people read my stuff and then they're like oh I've never heard of and they go out and then they do their video journaling about that and it's the same goes to me also and other writers out there like we. I mean, we're not saying we have a whole log of restaurants in KL that we want to try. There's so yeah. few restaurants coming up every day, so we kind yeah. of keep up, right? So yeah. people's, um, it's true word of mouth. So if you find like your friend post something new and you have never heard of a place before, yeah. so that's how I come up with content as well. I so, said, okay, I've never written about this place. <laughs> I would like to try about this place. Okay, let's go and hit them up and let's try their food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I want to ask you this: like, as you mentioned, you're active in Instagram and all. I, so why don't you? Uh, or do you do uh, such, you know, like content? Maybe you know, like a video journaling or something like that. Record something, or do still, a TikTok out of it. Yeah, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm still stuck in the bubble of like posting photos and writing articles. But video, yeah, yeah. it takes more time. You know, I need to get a good camera because I am still a blog brand. I'm not like a person, a person who's just you know. Posting it on my individual Instagram. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I understand. You, you're trying to say that you're not like an influencer or something. You're still yeah. your main, your primary thing is still, you know, blogging. You know. Yes. So, um, if I do want to come up with videos or so, I would want it to be to up and a very, very good quality kind of video. I don't want it to be very typical to the rest of the videos that you can find out there, lah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Grace, I would really want to encourage you to, you know, post more on your <laughs> Instagram. Like you do stories and all of that, but you post very rarely. I, I feel like I, I feel like you I should. Act, yeah, I feel like you should post more of your work, there, especially maybe your articles or anything, lah. Especially for me, I want to really read your work. <laughs> 
honestly because I got no time in my full time job sucking the life out of me which I actually <laughs> love <laughs> because I have to juggle two different things at one time you get me yeah I yeah yeah I actually have a lot of drafts in my Instagram that I actually would like to post it's just I'm waiting for the right time and yeah, yeah. I'm curating the feed to look nice yeah um, <laughs> yeah it takes a while yeah yeah it's a work in progress I yeah. get it <laughs> Okay, so Grace, like now we are like done with the intense and the, you know journey and all of that. It's all the, you know, all the math questions are done. Thank <laughs> God for that. <laughs> But thank you so much. You are really being informative oh, and sorry. you are a good sport. I'm and so sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fine. You you were not that great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was amazing. And so I'm now so we nervous. are finally. <laughs> no, you did you did good. So now finally we are. We are now in our chill session. Which in this session you can just lay back, and it's all going to be fun and amazing questions. And hopefully, you know, like we can get some juicy answers from you. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, Grace, do you think or believe that now you are living your life to the fullest? And if yes, then why? Okay, I wouldn't say I am where I want to be yet. I'm appreciate at where I am now. Okay. However. There are certain things that we still like to work on and achieve, which is in my bucket list. Okay. And then I would like to say I'm living my life to the fullest. Right now, I would say I'm living my life to um, what do you call the halfway through, lah, basically. Yeah. And uh, okay, this is a personal question. How do you, you know, like how do you actually like you know keep up your life in a very content way, you know, without getting like a uh, negative energy from other people? Basically, how do you lead? a positive life how would you like like to suggest to people like how should they live a positive life so there are days where i'm down but on a daily basis i always have affirmations that you know things are fine i'm i have a roof on top of my head i can i got food on the table i can um what do you call that i'm very in, financially independent i don't have yeah. to like us i mean don't have to depend on my parents i can pay for bills for the house and In that kind of way, I would say that I am living my life, and I am living the life that I am privileged in. Yeah. I work hard. I got here to busting my ass to do so yeah. much work and yeah, to be totally. here where I am. However, um, when days when I'm down, I just lay back and chill and still think of the good things that are happening in my life. I'm not saying every day are rainbows and butterflies. But you know, you just have to be optimistic, lah. I mean, I'm young. <laughs> yeah, you are young, you and you should be please, wild. <laughs> you are still young at heart, so you don't have to worry about the age. You know, you can be forty, and you can still be chasing your dreams, and you don't yeah. have to be worrying about all those negative issues or what people say about you, or like whatever, not or what not, whatever, lah. Basically, yeah. Yes, and as long as you love yourself, that's the most important thing. Yeah. And um, how to say this? Like, actually, like you know, your your job is it a nine to five job? Yes, it is. But there are sometimes when I have to attend events like after work and all that. So yeah. Mm. And do you still do? Uh, you know, like, is it like? Uh, do you do now? You are like you are working from home, or is it like you still have like physical? Currently, because you're working. Currently, because it's the pandemic, right? You're still in the middle of it. So, I am def. I'm still working from home. 
Yeah. Hopefully soon we'll get back to the office, but we'll see how lah. It depends. Some companies are already back in the office because yeah. of the workload. But for me, because I'm a writer, I think um, working from home is actually yeah, it's comfy, usual. right? Yeah, it's comfy. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have like you know a good routine? As you know, like you can you know just you know in your home you can just do your stuff. Is it or is it like still the stress is there? <laughs> I mean, I would definitely say working from home. There's a lot more things to do because there's much more workload. But however, you I know how to plan my time lah. So in the morning I do this, in the afternoon I do that, and then eventually I'll have some short break for myself in between during the evenings. Yeah. Then yeah. I'll continue my work until I until it's done. Yeah. Cool. And Grace, tell me top three favorite brown artists, celebrities, or influencers that you personally look up to and you believe is a proper representation of our community, especially in the media industry from Malaysia. Okay, so one of the um, the I would say he's a YouTuber lah. Um, okay. Not sure you heard of Joshua Michael. Yeah, I know. Just yeah, so he has been a really good representative for the Indian community because all of his videos are in Tamil. Yeah. And he also like whenever he does like paid content, it's always relating to the Indians, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Nice. And his and his weight loss journey is such an inspiration for so many people out there. Yeah. Like. From where he was and from where he is now, it's such a journey for him to go through, and for him to actually record that, yeah, it's I mean it's a huge thing for him lah. Yeah. And then the other person I would say is Nikita Menon. I'm not sure if you've heard about. Yeah, her. I know she's a. I think Miss. Uh, she's a model, and yeah. she recently. I feel like she took a bold move by you know like bolding. Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, and she's and she's such a beautiful person. Out yeah. inside and outside, because yeah, I yeah. met her before. I would say we are like more of an acquaintances now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're friends, but we have a lot of mutual friends. But we have gone out. I met her during a New Year's Eve party, and we have chilled and drink together. And until yeah. today, we still do keep in contact, keep in touch. Yeah, yeah. And she's very nice. Uh, how do you say? Happy go lucky girl. Uh. She yeah. whatever comes through away, she always get negativity coming through away, and yeah. she just knows how to you know screw the bad. Things that come, <laughs> just yeah. live my life because I'm fabulous that way. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and then yeah. the other one would be Kriti Tangachi. Yeah, <laughs> she's I think, amazing. Yeah, I feel like people who don't know Kriti Tangachi, I feel like she is a director in progress. Or yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she have done an amazing jobs, and I think Grace have also. Yeah, I I think she have also like made you start your career as a model. No, my God, <laughs> don't say that. I paise. <laughs> no, you should you should try Grace. I feel like you really should try modeling. Oh good Lord! Well, <laughs> I'm trying now. Don't don't don't. Yeah, as well. I feel like you should break the stereotype, and you should try like the Indian bright. You know, modeling <laughs> to break the stereotype. You know, I'll hear her out and I'll see what we can work on. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. She definitely has the most creative work out there. She knows lah the most good way, what kind of angle, from which, what kind of stuff we can shoot. Yeah, she yeah. has a really great mind. Yeah. Yeah, great. And as you know, youngsters in today's time suck at dating. So, would you mind sharing about your past bad experience that have? 
shaped you as a young adult yourself and some advice for our young Malaysians. Phew. I, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Great diving into it, huh? <laughs> I was just waiting <laughs> for this. Spill it's some tea, hot please. In here. <laughs> my god, you're digging up my past. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, everybody has gone through cheating right everybody yeah. you have either been cheated on or oh, you're, you're gonna cheat you're gonna be the yeah yes i'm just going to get into it that is the past yeah. bad experience i've gone through yeah <laughs> so um no la. um so i mean i wouldn't say it was a bad relationship i mean he cheated on me so i would say that is bad but yeah i would say one time he did make me happy right Yeah. So, I mean it's his choice he wanted to cheat so it's not really my concern anymore. Yeah. But it really did take a toll on my life because yeah. it, it made me feel vulnerable, made me feel very insecure about myself. But yeah. eventually, you know what? I took time for myself being single and it was amazing, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things you learn about yourself when you don't have someone to worry about, it's just life, it's a life processing journey. Yeah. Right, an eye opener. However, in time where um, going through that heartbreak, I finally unexpectedly found someone from my past that uh, was very a total opposite of the past relationships that I've been in, and he really made me feel better about myself and made yeah. me feel secure in my skin and all of that. So for that, I appreciate him very much. And um, I would like to say, I mean, if you do ever go through such heartbreak i mean yeah. it happens and it's not your fault it doesn't matter Definitely. i mean if he cheated on you or if she cheated on you yeah. it's on them it's their vulnerability it's their insecurity because yeah. they need validation from a third person that's not yeah. in, you, in, in his or her relationship. yeah i guess i guess even if you take a spiritual take it's, it's probably going to be their karma law <laughs> exactly right mm, karma is a bitch so yeah. you get what you, you get what yeah. you deserve at the end yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean if you get into a heartbreak just don't feel bad about yourself yes grief cry take a year or two break be single enjoy your life you know be distract yourself do the best things that you can do when you couldn't do in a relationship and then when you're ready move on because i always believe there's always someone for somebody out there so yeah. there's no point grieving over someone that broke your heart and think of all the what is and all that is actually such a waste of time and i've gone through that personally so i know <laughs> amazing i think i feel like everybody should actually you know like take down <laughs> this it's really important because I, i feel like it is very hard to i feel like we are in a generation that it is so hard for us to stay single i'm not saying that all of us are desperate but you know it is it's like it is something i feel like relationships uh romantic relationships have become like as really that's my my take on it like i feel like it has become like people need to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend it is more like having like a handphone if that makes sense yes yes yeah if it's not you should either be having one or you should to get one <laughs> yes and it's always about people being asking for validity from someone else when that's not right you know Yeah. You love yourself. That's all that matters. You don't need to make someone to love you. If they don't love you, fuck them. If yeah. they love you, <laughs> them. <laughs> that's that's what I believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And Grace, if there's one person in the world right now who you want to trip with, who that would be? Why him or her? And reveal the place you want to 
go solo trip as well. And Grace, I'm just gonna like change my question. I'm gonna ask you three person. Tell me three person. Oh, three different Lord. because I'm gonna ask you that because I definitely know that your answer is gonna be your boyfriend. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now you you have to give, yeah. Now you're gonna give me three different people, three different places, and why him or her. <laughs> So first person I would say I would like to go to um LA actually I would like to go to LA and meet this person because okay. I think he's there okay. um would be Nile Horan Oh <laughs> so my god Nile Horan he's one of the members of One Direction <laughs> and I am such a huge directioner yeah <laughs> to this day I absolutely love the band and and Nile Horan is actually my most favorite person yeah i actually want to ask you that because like you know when you tell me that you know neil is your favorite one i'm i'm just thinking because usually people i have heard people it's either going to be like zayn or harry or mm-hmm. even liam now mm-hmm. and i feel like now harry is obviously on the top and then like neil is like his dad he also did i think recently he did something with and mary a new yeah, song yeah. and all but how is how why is it neil Because Nile is such a sweetheart. He's like an Irish leprechaun. Oh my god! I can still remember when I was 15 years old watching them on X Factor. The first person I laid eyes on when Simon like literally made the whole group was Nile. Yeah. Like he was different than the others. I mean, yes, the rest of them are hot, and he's also hot. I think. <laughs> But he's just different, and he's just very down to earth. I'm not saying the rest are not. I'm yeah. just he lives his life to the fullest, you know. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about social media. He doesn't care about you know. I want to be famous and all that yeah. kind of shit. He just wants yeah. to live his life, play golf, and just, you know, sing songs. <laughs> oh my god, you are talking guitar. like as if you are just his neighbor, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Honestly, ah, I am so in love with him. I'm not oh, even my. oh my! Oh my! I think literally know this. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this. Like, I pity your boyfriend. <laughs> you know, recently I had a chat with my friend, and I was like, you know what? I want to do a tattoo. And she's like, does Nile Horan have a tattoo? And I was like, no, he does not. And then what would you, what would you think? How would Nile feel if you have a tattoo? I was like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This is such yeah, oh my god, it's such an obsession. It's so bad. I've got to stop now. I got to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like who's your second person? Second person would be um Okay, I've not thought about this. Okay, um Britney Spears. Oh my god. She okay. is the pop queen. Yeah. She's the princess everything on the yeah. books. I grew up listening to her songs. Yeah. Um what do you call that? She's an inspiration and recently only everybody knew of the yeah. things that she's been going through. Yeah, and you know, thank God because recently a few days back when she's finally free from the grasp of her father. Like, yeah. Oh my god, like she's you know, she's finally out of the con- conservatorship with her dad and she's finally yeah. fighting to get it get out of it. So that's good for her and she's you know people always assume that you know she has a public meltdown and she's such a bad um bad public figure blah blah blah. Yeah. But actually she's not. I mean if you're a true friend of Britney you would know all the things yeah. that she's going through. And people actually found out that she's going through the struggles is all because of the fans. The fans yeah. were like where did Britney go and all that kind of bullshit and they yeah. did the investigation and found out all these things. So yeah. Kudos yeah. to the Britney fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes people, I feel like fans of any celebrities, they can be very extreme. And I feel like, especially being a celebrity, like 
with like fans are just all over the fucking place <laughs> yes of course like, like imagine the paparazzi my god i feel like even the fandom it's like all over the world like if she she can't even like live, even if she's going to live us anywhere she goes people are going to be like oh that's britney <laughs> exactly <laughs> and would you like to go with britney hmm I would like to go to an island maybe we can go to Bora Bora yeah, somewhere nice, somewhere nice. far away in a deserted island yeah get her and... away from all these toxic people <laughs> like, yeah. if I if I knew bring friends <laughs> okay okay but you know grace now the final third one you're going to reveal is have to be somebody from it's cannot be this other baby yeah it's like you are you know like telling all these people no wait i think somebody from your life somebody for my life okay kill out my boyfriend <laughs> no ex- except for your except for my boyfriend oh good lord um okay i'll say my very good friend Gita Ratnani um okay she's a very close friend of mine she's actually one of my oldest friends girlfriend okay and she and meeting her for the first time she was very bubbly very friendly girl very easy to get to know yeah. easy to be with and until today's day she has been my number one support system you know like she has nice. always like encouraged me to do things and we've always we're like like sisters you know sisters from different mothers that kind yeah. of stuff Yeah. And like we're like family. She knows all the struggles. I know her struggles and she's just an amazing soul and I love her to death. Okay? Yeah. Gita, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you are my soul sister. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to her. And where would you like to go with her? Oh, okay. Where would you like to go? We have so many places we've decided to travel together. but i would say i would like to go to maybe i would like to i would like to go skiing with her lah in switzerland yeah <laughs> cheese in a pot in the cold weather <laughs> wearing our jackets oh that be cool and i would like to see us fall down <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. Is, is she is she from the media field as well or um she's in, she's more to public relations so yeah oh okay okay yeah, yeah so Uh, in our final question grace and uh, it's this is going to be easy like i hope <laughs> yeah so do you listen to podcast shows in general and if yes then do you think it's entertaining and serve a good purpose yes yes i do so one of my favorite podcasts i would listen it's a local podcast yep. it's called the takeaway table i don't know if i'm butchering the name or what My heart just got broke, Grace. I thought you were going to oh say it's about this. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Seriously. <laughs> you, I cannot, I cannot differentiate, okay? Because both of you are in the same level. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I mean, for me, in my list, you're both number one. Because <laughs> okay. you talk a lot of uh, inspirational stuff, and you bring on people that you know can actually tell out their stories and have yep, a platform yep. to talk about. Yeah, the struggles and all of that. And with takeaway table, um, they tell they also talk about public, um, what do you call that? Um, public social issues and all of that stuff yeah. that we all can relate to. And it's very a heart to heart conversation that when you listen to them, you actually understand. You know that you're going through that, and they're actually helping you to get through it. 
yeah. in five. So yeah, it's very. I mean, when I'm down, I'm not when I'm down. When I'm just doing work, I will just yeah. have them in the background and I just like listen to them. And they are, and listening to them actually like makes me makes my day go by very fast. So yeah. That's and it's good. A good, I, I mean, definitely a good purpose, lah, because you're making people be aware of certain issues that are not really talked about. Yeah, but you know, I want to ask you this. It's kind of hard, you know, for especially like you know, to for people to find more audience for you know like podcast shows for you know like for people to listen to our content and all of that. Like mm-hmm. you as a solo, I mean, as a you know like a creator yourself, being in a digital platform, you know, in mm-hmm. the media, like. How do you would like to suggest for you know people like me or any other podcasters or solo creators for that matter, slot to reach out their work? Well, social media is the most important thing you could do. Like yeah. literally publish things. I mean, post stories, post posts, Instagram posts about your um your your um what do you call that podcast? Yeah. yeah, get it out there. Make people know what you're doing, what kind of topics that you're. You're into that you're talking about and all of that, and like I mentioned to you before, <laughs> uh, if you're coming, you're like just a starter when it comes to podcast. Yeah. Um, maybe you can like write up your, I don't know, create a blog or maybe um yeah. post and then do a summary of every, um every episode. So for those who have no, like, don't have the privilege to listen to podcast. Yeah. Or you know Spotify or whatnot. They could actually go through Instagram and read what your episode is about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much <clears throat> for that. And um, you know, like we have come to the end of the episode. But you know, Grace, I just you know, like this is like I really have to you know like tell you this. And I feel like you obviously know. I feel like I've mentioned a lot <laughs> of times <laughs> to you, like you know, when we have like rehearsals and all. Like um, it's I have recorded so many people uh, for so many reasons. But it's um, but. But you know, it's like for me as a person without you know this whole podcast or anything. Like I really, really look up to you, and uh, you are definitely my inspiration. And I would even say role model because um, I've always mentioned to you that I want to be a life a lifestyle mm-hmm. writer. And I have never known a particular person. I mean, there's a lot of people if you search in Google. But I feel like I, you know, like how you said, you know, the author that you look up to is one of your close friends. It's like. You need to see somebody who is there, who's just you know like by your side. Uh, I feel like that gives more of an impact, and you know I feel like it gives you kind of motivation as well. Yeah. And I, you know, hands down to you, like you are a true inspiration for me. And you know, like after meeting you, knowing you, and you know having these conversations with you, like uh, f- um, how to say this, like it gives me more confidence to you know pursue this as a career hopefully fingers crossed mm-hmm. so yeah and thank you so 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 much for uh-huh. being supportive and this is even though this every episode of mine is special <laughs> to me but this is truly truly um is really special to me thank you so much thank Grace. you for having me of course And thank you for the kind words. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's about it. Thank you so much. And uh, guys, so yeah, we have come to the end of our episode. And again, once again, shout out to Grace. And please check her Instagram. I'll you know link it in any places in my <laughs> uh, in this 
yeah, somewhere you guys will find it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but thank you so much, and thank you so much for Grace, and uh, you know. Oh, oh, oh. self plug yeah. here. Don't forget to buy my book. <laughs> yeah, Grace and Naomi. It's it's now available in Amazon Prime. <laughs> it's, Amazon, it's on Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Google. Play oh, I'm so <laughs> And how do you spell it? Like it's Grace. Grace Astronomy. So it's G R A C E S T R O N O M Y. Yeah. So guys, please check it out. It's affordable. So do check it out. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I'll meet you guys in another new episode. And signing off, me Gotham. And yeah, hashtag Gotham Chill Talks. And all the best to you, Grace. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See bye bye. See you. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Catch you soon. And uh, yeah. Bye guys. Have a great weekend. Bye bye.